This is Going Boldly, the podcast. Here's your host, Russ the Big Guy. Hi, it is Russ the Big Guy. I'm a lifelong entrepreneur who is very familiar with the struggles and successes related to running a business. I know it is definitely worth the struggle. The freedom and unlimited potential keep me moving forward, fueled by my why. Aligned with that is my desire to share with you, the entrepreneur and aspiring business owner, entertainment, information, inspiration, and even transformation into an even more amazing entrepreneur and human. To those ends, please enjoy this episode of Going Boldly. Well, it is a hot summer uh, right here in the upstate New York area. This is Russ the Big Guy, and I have on the line today for our approaching Freedom Day, right, our 4th of July, our independence, I have Joel Wool. Joel is a self-described Amazon king and a fun trim- Oh, I can't even say it. Funtrepreneur. Funtrepreneur. Yeah. So yeah. what's, uh, uh, give me a, you know, a 30 second on the Amazon King. My bio, my bio now reads formerly known as the Amazon King. Okay. Um, I, uh, yeah, a bunch of years ago, we set up an Amazon advertising agency and I started to doing a lot of self-promotion because yeah. for the first time I was, I was actually servicing clients versus selling products. And I realized that as an agency, it's basically you. You're promoting yourself, and and it, I, I learned a lot about me, about who I am, and what my uh, particular um, char- characteristics and skill sets are. And and, and I always tell people it's very very important to actually know yourself. Um, to the extent you know, we all have like 1,800 subconscious levels, right? So, but sure. to the extent that, to the extent that it's possible, try to learn who you are, so you can at least for business purposes, you can sell yourself. Um, and it's been, it worked tremendously well. Um, I, I, I was able to score big speaking gigs at most of the Amazon events in the United States, um, podcasts, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, we, about a year ago, um, uh, moved into something totally new. So we still have the Amazon agency going. Um, and we moved into Bisfluence. Uh, Bisfluence is a brand new uh, business networking platform designed to help small business entrepreneurs cut through the noise, cut through the spam, connect with actual people, real people, and get some real results for their business. Um, currently, the elephant in the room is is uh, LinkedIn. Um, for many, many reasons. We believe that today's entrepreneurs, today's um, small business owner or uh, small business professional uh, needs an alternative, needs an improved alternative. And we're building that, Russ. Well, that's uh, really the reason why I got you on the, the podcast today, right? And that's where we got connected. I am an avid LinkedIn user. I'm actually the Greater Binghamton LinkedIn local host mm-hmm. and uh, very excited about LinkedIn and pre-COVID we were meeting the people that are in this geographical area, right? So that was kind of the idea of LinkedIn local to be able to meet those people that you're linked up with. But uh, something uh, strange has happened over the past year and something that I don't really care about or I don't really enjoy. And that is that LinkedIn which was kind of my professional refuge um, on uh, social media, uh, is like turning into Facebook. And I am frantically editing and blocking and (laughs) being judicious about who I'm actually talking to and allowing on my feed. And it's just, I don't know. I don't want to trash LinkedIn because I really like it. 
and it's yeah, LinkedIn has been very, very good to me. I need something different. And uh, so I did find BizFluence, and I'm pretty excited about it, Joel. What was the main reason? Were you having trouble on other platforms? Were you being censored or? Um, yeah, I got censored and deplatformed off of LinkedIn. You did? Um, yes. Oh, what, do, you know what you, I, do you know what you did wrong or didn't you ever find well, out? The, yeah, yeah. They gave me multiple reasons. Now they have a little, little bit of a better process now a year later. Yeah. Um, although it's very random and it's just because they're such a behemoth, like it's not, yeah. you're not dealing with, you know, one office, one set of uh, rules. There's just so many people involved. There's technology involved and there's people involved and depends what you get. Um, so with me, uh, the first, I don't want to get too deep into it, but let's just sure. say that um, I've always been committed to helping people. Like my LinkedIn, I was getting 100,000 views a day. I helped hundreds of people find jobs. I um, did... Uh, all kinds of deals, new business opportunities. I, I helped people raise money for charity. I, I did a ton of fundraising uh, when COVID hit. And uh, it was definitely a passionate time for me, for a lot of people. Politics definitely started coming into play for the first time on LinkedIn. Like yeah. LinkedIn politics. And and that was fine. You know what? Like it's it's just a temporary thing. Like the world, the world has been dealt like the biggest, um, you know, one of the biggest, most impactful events like that that we we ever, you know, probably since World War II. Like there's nothing been like this before. Um, so you know, people become passionate and things are said. And then then we had the riots and and the American cities being burnt. And then if you didn't say exactly the right thing, then you know you got canceled. Um, so that's basically what happened. But the, the funny thing is the first reason, they gave me a couple of reasons. The first reason was I posted a Bill Gates uh, video like six months earlier yeah. um, or uh, not six months, February, March, where, where it came out like that, that, that Bill Gates had um, warned about, you know, coming epidemics uh, of this kind. And I thought it was a cool video. Like there was nothing wrong with it. Like there was no conspiracy theories there. It was actually like, wow. Yeah. I predicted this, right? Um, but and I didn't even make the connection that it's like Microsoft, you know, Bill Gates, LinkedIn. <laughs> I was like, they're protecting him. I, I didn't realize that, but they 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 stated that reason first. I was like, really? And, and I spoke to the guy, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's, well, uh, some kind of misinformation there. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are crazy. Uh, but anyway, that gave me the impetus to say, first of all, I needed an outlet. I needed a platform because I'm not doing Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. I'm right. not doing that. Yeah. Um, so I said, we got to do something here. And then, um, you know, talking to different people, we decided that this is a great impetus to start something new. And if we start something new, we're going to create um, an improved version and maybe maybe something that will be totally different. Not alternative to LinkedIn. Maybe it'll turn into something completely different. Yeah. Um, so we're on that journey now. It's been close to a year and uh, we're ro rolling out our updated um, BizFluence um, 2.0, which is going to be absolutely phenomenal, beautiful as a product, um, both, both, both in terms of design, um, accessibility, uh, you know, the user experience, it's just going to be a great platform to use to, to network with people and then to close transactions on the platform with people. Um, and, and in a year, um, we actually have had a successful year of people networking on a platform, which wasn't that incredible in terms of the design and the experience. Yeah. Um, the app, you know, continues to bug that we built an app. So what we did in a year basically was build our products 
because we went from conception to development, like boom, in, in, in basically one day. Like we said, let's do this, and we did it. Yeah. Um, and, and most platforms like will spend the year developing before they even bring the first person on. So we, you know, we've uh, we're coming into into our new updated version with close to ten thousand users, real users. We got we eliminated probably a thousand users so far that are into forex and Bitcoin and spamming and scamming. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is that LinkedIn is in the news again today because hackers have got 700 and some odd million, um, user information. Um, and I'm like, yeah, 350 million of them are probably the hackers information themselves. Right. Cause it's just all fake accounts. It's all spam. Um, because we're seeing that with us, we're seeing people set up all kinds of accounts. Yeah, uh, that that are just fake. I'm, so, I'm sure you're getting. Um, I'm sure you're getting inundated right now because you're new, right? So they're people yeah, are yeah, gravitating there. Their, new feeding grounds. Their, yeah, and what what I've what I've discovered looking at other platforms because there are some other platforms that have tried to do something maybe a little similar. Um, when you do go to those platforms, for the most part, you know. People are not, they don't have pictures, they don't have their full names. Yeah. And you have a ton of people also, you know, pushing all that stuff. And no one, no one cares. Like the platform just wants to have users because they just want to tell their lie to their advertisers that they have, you know, uh, 1.2 million users, which they don't. You right. Know, half right. of them are fake. So we're not doing that because we don't want advertisers. Russell, when you come on to BizFluence um, in a year from now, you know, you, you're going to have a place where you can meet people near you. You can meet people in your industry. The content's going to be suited for you. The messages are going to be spam free. You're going to be in full control of that. And you're going to be booking podcasts. You're going to be booking um, um, consultations. You'll be making money on the platform. And the platform will make whatever it is, 5%, 7%, however these things work, right? Yeah. Um, and and no ads like you, you'll use it kind of like the way you use paypal or quickbooks or any other software tool where you don't expect to see ads thrown at you um so a, a productivity tool and a job finding tool let's say like linkedin should not be having ads all over it they should be offering you value and you should be paying for that value to us it's simple and that's um, and that goes back to what we discussed about self-determination. Like for us, it's all about value first. You got you to give people value to get value. And we, we really are approaching this very differently. Yeah, you're saying all the right words. I really like it. Um, currently on LinkedIn, I think every three to five posts, I guess, on my feed is an ad, a sponsored ad. And I, I'm personally, I'm not against the ads. It's just when it gets to be so many and so repetitive, then it's like clogging my feed up horribly especially when they're things when I'm not targeted properly. Um, yeah. You know, as the same things over and over, because for some yeah, reason, that's some what's I decided that you're, you know, the, the right target. Um, I, I hate advertising. I hate all kinds of advertising. Oh, advertising okay. works. Right. But um, you know, they, they encroach on you, right. They, yeah. they, you know, these emails, right. Like the, like the design, like the fake, like, you know, you see those Geico billboards. Yeah. They never intrude. What's the word? Intrusive, right. Intrusive. They're not intrusive. They're everywhere. You see them, and if you want to go with Geico, you know that they save you 15%, right? When you get emails from software companies or LinkedIn messages or, or uh, you know, text messages, they're really intrusive, like, oh, Russ, you know, we should talk about your, you know, uh, productivity tools. It's like, 
who like who let you in? You know, you kind of ha- you want to have your safe space. So yeah. What, so we have like a fundamental you know mind shift where it comes to um, our business should not be a social media platform where it's free and you're getting ads. You know, in lieu of it being free. Now it is a productivity tool. It's a business hub. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's a tool that leads with value. And then if if we can't give you value, if we can't show you a way to make more money, then we should not make more money on you. Um, and then uh, in terms of the user experience, for me, it's just I hate ads. I hate being on a feed and seeing ads. Yeah. Um, you know, like LinkedIn Premium should be ad free. Right. That would make sense. Like, okay, listen, um, we're giving you a great networking tool and you can have it free, but you're going to have to see ads or pay us 50 bucks a month and it's ad free. They don't do that. So um, we're, we're really changing um, the way these things are done. So are you leaning towards fee based usage for the user then? Not necessarily. No. Like, so, like I said, transactions. Okay. Fiverr, Upwork style. Yeah. Uh, events. Right. You want to do a, a local business meetup. And you want to charge people eighteen dollars to ten, and you know we charge you a processing fee on that, and and it's all done through our system, a CRM system, yeah. an email marketing system. Yeah. Like these are that's how we're thinking because, you know, when you're in business, it all starts with people, right? Think about when you go to sure. a business conference. You go to a business conference. There's a thousand people in the room. If there's nobody in the room, there's zero value, right? There can be all the food. They can be all the speeches. They can be everything else. But if there's no one for you to talk to, if there's no way for you to to make that transition from yeah. a, a business conference to actually closing business, then there is no value in it for you. So once you have the people, you really, you know, you have the people, you meet people, you talk to them, you change your business cards, you set meetings, you send them emails, you send them text messages, you sell them your product, you sell them your service. Um, so it's kind of like a funnel uh, which starts with people. Um, so we're, w- what we're doing is building a community and it's a, it's a good community. It's a solid community. It's a community that doesn't tolerate spam, doesn't tolerate, you know, a cold pitching. It doesn't tolerate abuse and just, you know, um, insults and, you know, all that social media stuff, not because we're censoring or, or cause you don't have a right to express yourself, we're saying this is a business. You're, you're at a business meeting right now. You have yeah. all the right to express yourself outside. Like yeah. go out, <laughs> go outside in here. You got to be professional. Right. And if you're not, we're going to ask you to leave. And then that's, that's, and that, and, and that's, we don't care if you uh, are pro Trump or pro Biden, if you're pro liberal, it's apolitical. This is about being professional. Right. Um, so I just went off a little bit on a tangent. The point is, that when you start with with building a, a supportive, um, tight knit networking um, community, and on, you layer that with professional tools to allow you to go like the end to you know from A to Z. So you meet the people and then you transact with the yeah. people. Yeah, and that's it. Like the, it's it's uh, it's easier said than done, but that yeah. that's the whole thing. Well, a couple of things. Come, yeah, a couple of things come to mind. So. Um, let's, the first one is something that you said in your analogy, and it's one of the things that I noticed, at least in the first version of Bizfluence, that was different than the other, uh, than, well, not the other, because you don't want it to be a social media platform, but from social media platforms, 
is that there were categories or almost like you're going into a different um, conference room or meeting room, right? So if my interest is strong in the area of marketing or uh, some other area, then there's a place for that. And that's where the discussions and the posts uh, revolve around that topic. And I don't have to, I don't have to really be concerned with um, programming, for example, or something like that, right? Because I have no interest in that. Could be the most brilliant person in the world who's that expert on programming. And I really, this is not my thing. You know, instead of me struggling to keep them out of my feed, I just go to the marketing part. Is yeah, that, yeah. that going to be part of the uh, yeah, the so next I mean, right version? Right now on the beta, we were able to set it up immediately. Yeah. Um, that, does, that accomplishes so many things. It's also, it also accomplishes like politics, for example. Yeah. Th- there is there is a politics network, um, so you cannot discuss politics in the main feed. Like, yeah. That's a no-no. Like, right. You can discuss real estate in the main feed. You can go to the real estate network for more in-depth networking. And those networks are going to have uh, more intuitive um, tools as well. So like, that would be maybe, helpful. Yeah. I think yeah, maybe good. in real estate, there's some kind of mortgage plug-in. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But the point is that the, yeah, they are um, industry specific right. um, networks to allow you to, you know, network um, closer. Yeah, that was that was what I noticed right away and that I actually liked. It was definitely different. I haven't spent the time to really concentrate on and since it was different, it was was a little bit confusing for me initially. Uh, and I'm imagining that once you get the next version out, things are going to be much clearer. Yeah, and yeah. you'll probably have demo videos and everything else explaining everything. You seem you seem to be uh, very clear on what you're doing, and you explain yourself very well. So I'm sure that any tutorials or anything will be perfect. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, just just tutorials alone. Like that's yeah. It's every li- every little bit is just a project. It's, oh, sure. It's so when you're building this stuff and yeah. you know, now I'm much more aware that it's just like, it's like building a building, like, yeah. you know, Oh, you want to change the plumbing? Oh, you want to put the bathroom there? Okay. Let's rip out this. And- <laughs> well, if you knew everything that was involved with it, you probably wouldn't have started it. But at that kind of, that was the second thing. It brings me to the second thing I wanted to, to talk to you about. Joel, who the heck do you think you are? What kind of audacity do you have to think that you could start this entire platform this brand new ecosystem and and have an app for it for mobile which will mean it's accessible to every human on the planet pretty much even in third world countries they don't they don't have air conditioning but they have a mobile phone that's the like the question to the entrepreneur joel so we have a lot of listeners who are um uh, aspiring business owners or they're maybe they just got started or they have small business owners already but a lot of aspiring people right they think mm-hmm. I, I want to do this big thing i've talked to a few of them i mentor a few right they, they have this big idea they they're like i don't know people are listening they want some inspiration they want to understand like they can do it too yeah that's a tough one yeah um well, first of all i you know we haven't done it yet so well you're doing it you're doing it now we're do, yeah we're, we're in the middle of doing it and that's that's i think the most important part is that that you, you got to do it um, you gotta, you gotta do it. Right? Right. So people come with all kinds of, of, uh, stories, you know, they try all that idea for years or they're working on an app for years. They're like, you gotta do it. If you, if you're doing it, then you're doing it. Then you can say like, we're in the midst of doing it. Um, yeah. and you have to actually do it. Like if, 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 um, you know, one month goes by and there's no, um, uh, significant, at least, you know, mildly significant uh, benchmark, you know, more users, more software, more money raised, whatever it is, then, then you're not doing it, right? So you got to keep on doing it. And if there's a lull on, on you know, on one aspect of of the, um, the company building, like when you're, 
you stopped raising money for a week or for two weeks, or you stopped uh, developing, then, you know, you got to wake up. Um, network is so important to just find people that can help you. Don't do it alone. I could not do this alone. I have a phenomenal co-founder that takes care of all the technical and a lot of the business aspects of, of building this company. And, um, and then we have all kinds of people helping. There are a lot of people that just want to help. When they see someone with passion, yes, they recognize that there's something true there and they want to help. Yes, um, And I've, I've seen this many times. Like I've organized giant events um, in the past. I've done different things that heavily relied on the network effect uh, and have you know people volunteer volunteer to help even on a money maker like they're the volunteer because they want to be close to that yeah so maybe it comes down to passion if you have enough passion um you could convince others um, yes. to come along for the ride yeah and i think people who are doers and who have passion recognize that in other people right so yeah, yeah it, i mean i reached out to you and uh i i don't have super deep pockets but i have a podcast and uh I can. I have other things I can do, right? So I offered to help if you're going to start an event or whatever, right? I can. I can participate with my skills, and uh, you know, do in a small way support, but also kind of be close to something new, which is exciting. You know, I. You know, it's nice to. I would look back and say, remember, remember when, uh, remember when Joel, remember when you started that crazy idea with BizFluence, and we had that uh, had that a big event like when your your first real version was out it was pretty exciting and we'll Absolutely. be we'll be on your yacht you'll have invited me by the way yeah yeah i think i thought by the way and i, and I, and I sometimes reach out to people no, i'm never going to do the yacht okay. uh, maybe i'll rent one for yeah. this party yeah. i never will no i, I that's not, no that's not me either actually it's funny yeah i i really have a passion to help others yeah um, and not because i love others so much because I really feel that that's, that's, that's your duty in this world. Like that's, that's all there is to it. So I don't want to help others. I'd like to sit on a yacht and just yeah. have someone smearing lotion all over me. Like that is, that's, that's, that's what I want to do. But ultimately um, there's a purpose. You're here for a purpose. You only live so many years yeah. and you have to impact the world. And, yes. and when people say that you have to stop and say, you have to impact your family yeah, right? first. All right. Your wife, your kids, whoever it may be your close friends. Right. And hopefully, hopefully create, uh, you know, some waves and, and maybe impact the world at some point. But really, I mean, if you make a whole lot of money, um, that's, that's, that's what it is for. I mean, yes. Yachts, some people, like yachts, it's great. Like it's it's also great to have your your one thing, like your one luxury thing that you go, like whether it's cars or sports or whatever it is, right? But yeah. ultimately, you do have to have a goal of of helping and of impacting as many people as possible. And and I certainly hope that that I'll be able to do that. And, and if I if I don't, and if I can't, right? If if Bisphones does not become, you know, a hundred million users and multi billion dollar company, then then it wasn't intended for me. So I guess God trusts uh, Zuckerberg more than he does me. What can I tell you? <laughs> all right, yeah. uh, all right. We don't want to. We don't want to get <laughs> Zuckerberg mad at us. So, um, super. Uh, for for many people, use the buzzwords, and uh, I'm trusting that when you say them, I I feel that you are sincere. And uh, I I hope that I'm sincere as well. I am. You know, I I I think and feel the same way as you do, actually. Uh, so I, that's part of the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, let's talk very briefly about freedom. Like you said, July 4th is here. Right. Let's talk about that a little bit and, and how bizfluence can be like part of that concept. To me, that's, that's fundamental. It's this, it's the scariest 
scariest thing to me in the world. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not one to bash America or bash this one or bash that one. I think it's very scary what's going on right now. Okay. Multinational, giant, well, they're, they're mostly American companies, ginormous corporations are literally running our lives, you know, to a to, to big extent. Uh, and to a big extent, you know, beneficially and only in a great way. They're, they're helping us connect, helping us do so much with technology. But they, they, they turn into, once they have, you know, billions and billions of, of dollars and they turn into the little tyrants. I think that is exactly what happens. They just turn into power hungry, egocentric tyrants. That's what happened to Zuckerberg. That's what Bill they all do that. They, they, I think they all start, they're all night. Like they're geeks. They're like nice people. <laughs> they start with great intentions, but they turn into tyrants. You can see it in their company culture. They're just crazy. And they are controlling us. Um, way more than the government. Like I am not. I am not afraid of the government. You go. You go out. You go to vote, and you, you get new new Congress, new senators, new presidents. The government is, is. I think we're we're in a very safe place for for many many years in this country in terms of government. In terms of private companies that are controlling our lives, telling us how to think, how to walk, how to talk. Literally, like yeah. literally. Yeah. They're telling me, Russ, who's got a big white beard and mustache and a beautiful mustache. I got to call him Shirley. I will not call. I don't care. Oh, you can't disrespect me. I'm not disrespecting you. I'm not calling you Shirley. You can call yourself Shirley. I will not call you, right? But but big companies will fire you. Like right. for doing for saying, oh, well, you, you gotta address our CEO by his new name, which is Mary. Um, and you have to call address him as a her. Um and and we think it doesn't like you think, oh, well, this is just like a civil rights issue. They're overstepping their boundaries in every single which way. And by the way, why do you think government says put the mask, do this, do that? Because if companies can tell us what to do, surely the government feels they can tell us what to do. So we're in a very dangerous place. And I think the so, way to fight. Well, let me just, let me yeah, let me just jump in. I just want to clarify real quickly. So so really what you're saying is, um, if I understand what you're saying is, and it might be similar to what I say, is like you do you, right? Uh, you can do what you want, uh, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, but don't make me have to do what you want me to do. I mean, that's kind of like what I hear you saying. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what that's what that well, that's what's happening now. We're being told what to do, not only what to do. Like we're we're actually being told what we can read, what we can't read, what we can see. Um, this is uh, censorship at at its highest levels. I mean, we are literally. Um, you can compare us to what communist countries do to their citizens, but but it's not our government that's doing it. Yeah. It's, it's it's Zuckerberg and his friends. And that's that's what's so dangerous here. So how do you fight back? Well, we have to build our own companies. Right. And you know, for me, that to me that says, you know, if LinkedIn wants to control how you think and how you talk and what you say and who do you say to and, and all that, and I'm referring specifically referring to like politics and stuff. Yeah. Um, where where you know you're going to be accused of spreading misinformation. Um, th- like that's the biggest thing. Like I understand the other stuff. Like don't abuse other people. Don't don't talk down to people. Don't you know be professional. Like a lot of our own terms on business Yeah. But, but if you want to write that you have a cure for Corona and, and like, I don't care. Like there's, there, there's, there's, it's a free country. Say whatever the hell you want to say. Um, as long as you don't, you know, force me to take your, your new cure for Corona or, gotcha. you know, just giving you a All right. random gotcha. example. Yeah. Um, so, so this one's um, hopefully it can be part of that where it's a safe space. 
like they used to, you know, the, the they used to talk about safe spaces and colleges and stuff like that for, right. for people that they don't want to be exposed to certain ideologies. And now, like, we actually need the country needs a safe space where you're just safe from people telling you about their, this ideology and that ideology. Um, so we want to create a business platform where it's just about professionals being themselves and being professional. You know, so and I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, that's the only thing that can help turn this tide around is is just. Um, business people um, building building new businesses that don't go along with you know the woke uh, you know mentality. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I probably don't agree a hundred percent with everything, like exactly the way you've said it. Cause I'm a very, Russ, no very, one agrees. My, yeah. I don't agree a hundred percent with myself either. <laughs> right. Tomorrow I might say something else. Right. But, but like we ought to be free to actually say it. You're saying it on my podcast and I don't agree with you a hundred percent, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to tell you, you can't say it on my podcast. I'm just trying to clarify what you're saying for listeners. And by the way, that's one of the things like that, that's so important that's missing in social media, which, which is what is that, you know, I just said something, right. We don't have a lot of time to go back and forth. Right. 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 If we sit for a beer, um, I guarantee you, at least if we don't agree, we'll understand each other's perspective. Cause I'll say, look, yeah. growing up this way, learning this, being taught that, like, that's my perspective. Right. That's where it comes from. And then you'll tell me where your perspective comes from. So there's perspective and, and social is missing perspective. So people yeah. go out, they put a post, other people comment, boom, everyone's Hitler. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the end of it. Everybody so, freaks out. Everybody freaks out. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so that's, that's right. what we want to, we want to get away from that and just start, okay. start creating um, respectful places where people can actually respect one another, understand one another and, and let one another live. Yeah, Everyone's like free. Yeah. This yeah. It's a free country. It should be. Yep. And that's what we need to keep working towards making it, uh, keeping it that way so we can fulfill exactly. the promise, you know, the original promise of what we're all about. That's uh, an individual freedom, which is very, very different from many other countries, even westernized, you know, uh, developed countries. All right. So Joel, uh, some contact information, BizFluence. Yes. Just the only way to contact me is on BizFluence. You have to join BizFluence, download the app, and then you can contact me. And I always answer. Right, B-I-Z-F-L-U-E-N-C-E, BizFluence. BizFluence. Yep. Russ, I have to run, so, but I'll let you one one question, and I'm sorry, and I really appreciate your, your yeah, taking yeah. your time doing this. All right. It's time to answer the questions. I double dare you. All right, so we don't really have to double dare uh, Joel. Uh, he's been very open. Uh, we have time for one of the questions. I'm going to give you the big one at the end, which is kind of like a coaching question, Joel. All right, you ready? Yep. What is the one accomplishment in your life that you're the most proud of, Joel? Oh, God. I'm not sure I've accomplished it yet. I guess I guess the biggest accomplishment I've done, besides fathering my children there you go. and you know, being a husband, yeah. would be to um, all the times that I've helped people um, find jobs or get new business. Um, because that, that really has lasting impact that changes people's lives. So if I had to say what one accomplishment, that, that would be it. Um, right. if, if even one person, you know, got yeah. a new job or got a new business deal through my efforts, that's, that's phenomenal. I think that's great. And yeah. And so that's, that's excellent because those, uh, activities, those successes had, like you said, it had, uh, had a bigger impact, right. For their, their families, for their loved ones, yeah, to, you don't know, for right? their legacy or whatever. 
Pay it forward. Pay yes. it forward. Yeah, super. All right, listen, that's the end of uh, this episode. Thank you, Joel, for being part of this. I'm very excited. Thank you, yes, I'm very excited about BizFluence. Um, I'm wishing you all the best. I am going to try to be more active on there. Looking forward to 2.0 coming out. And uh, we are out. Same here. Thank you, Russ. That concludes another episode of Going Boldly. I hope you were entertained and you discovered at least one nugget of wisdom or advice that you can put into action immediately. Or maybe you received some inspiration from today's episode. And I'm certain you know at least one person who needs this podcast. Please share it with them. You might be the important link that will change their life for the better. Subscribing means you will not miss an episode. And it will make it easier for me to schedule guests because I can show them that the audience is growing. So please subscribe. It will benefit us all. Let me know how I can make this show even better. Leave a comment and send me a DM. I read everyone personally, and I do my best to respond to each and every one. As a thank you, I'll be awarding prizes. And to keep you on your toes, the winners will be randomly selected from names I find in the comments, shares, DMs, and from the list of subscribers. Prizes might be Going Boldly merch or products supplied by my guests or just something random and fun. But you have to comment, share, DM, or subscribe to be eligible to win. A special thanks to Brenna Swanger at Waverly Manor Studios for our great theme music. And finally, thanks for listening. Go boldly, keep at it, and wash your hands.